ever watch a guy's grocery games? I'm an adult. All right. I'm a middle-aged adult. I'm not elderly and I'm not young. So no, I don't watch whatever it is you just I watch a lot of old people TV. Like this is beside the point, but when I was in the first time I went to Nashville, I made Angie take me to uh, Antique Archaeology, which is where the uh, American Pickers. Yeah. But uh anyway, the guy's grocery games, he always says he always tries to trick people when they have to start and like go and start cook, you know, shopping to cook. So he tries to think of like funny ways to say like three, two, one, go. And they and always get they always get tried it. to trick you into listening to us for the yes. next hour on the internet, in your car, in your house, whatever it may be. This is the Beers and Beards podcast. Wait, this is on the internet? <clears throat> Yeah, you can only find it on Pod Maniac. Hey man, shout out to Pod Maniac. <laughs> big listeners. Sorry, actually, our new sponsor. I'm Gary. That lovely voice you hear is David A. McKinney. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I I mentioned to you we were talking yesterday, Gary, mm-hmm. and or was it Tuesday? And you were like. You said, "Hey, are you ready to record?" And I said, "Yeah." And you're like, "Oh, a little, a little excitement." And I said, "No, no, no. yeah, there was a lack of excitement, <laughs> was, David." Yeah, I was not excited, but this just but tonight, getting on with you. There's something about it just fires me up. Just ma- got a fire in the belly. It's fucking magic. It's fucking yeah. magic. It's Listen, turkey trot shirt I'm wearing. Turkey on me. David, if you listen to the last episode, you know David ran a marathon, right? Five hours and 40 minutes or five hours and four minutes, whatever it was. Yeah. I talked to him. Maybe it was Tuesday. And he's like, I'm tired. I've been walking all day. Get out of here with with this. You just (laughs) ran a marathon and and you're you're tired from walking. Yeah. I get more tired. Why didn't you get the cart? The little motorized. I should have done that. (laughs) I get more tired just from like using brain power to all day than running running is not like you don't really use any brain power it's just all physical but like when i'm working the the last like few days i've had to use a lot of brain power so you know what i'd like to do i wish i had like a spare boot like when you sprain your ankle and every <laughs> just, time I went to the grocery store i just put it on and then you get in the cart and go we do have one of those i should it's uh it's not going to fit me, Dave. It's, it's the size. Well, it's, I'm talking about for me, but it's my oh. wife. My wife and I actually wear the same shoe size. <laughs> you know what they say <laughs> about people with little feet? That's right. They wear little socks. We're both uh, size seven and a half in women's. <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> this Saturday night, I went to my boss's retirement party. And I think I shared some of this with you. Yeah. Shout He's out. Six- your Bobby. boss. Bobby. Yeah. 65 year old man. And I, what I realized is he's, he likes bourbon, but like he's a uh, old school beer drinker, right? Like that's his. Like Milwaukee's best. Uh, he's on Michelob Ultra kick right now. We used to give him a lot of shit because he was into Bud Light Lime. <laughs> I like Bud Light Lime. He went from Bud Light Lime to Red's Apple Ale to Michelob <laughs> Ultra. So, and I, that's and it. I, Keep Real men of genius. I mean, just a sophisticated palate, really. But he likes <laughs> bourbon, you know. I mean, who doesn't, really? Yeah. But what I found out, David, is that when you retire, 
you get I'm I'm thinking about just retiring next week. Yeah. Uh because he got twenty one bottles of bourbon. One basket had two bottles of Eagle Rare and some Yellowstone. Which you had Yellowstone last night, right? Yeah. What were your thoughts just on it? Chilling. Um I mixed it with like some seltzer because I was wanting something that was like carbonated, but I also wanted bourbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I had that Yellowstone before. It's solid. Like it's it's a good like daily drinker. Um, I think it's like a thirty like mid thirty dollar bottle. Um, the one I really liked was the one we had on the show. I don't think we've we've officially done Yellowstone on the show, right? It wasn't it wasn't Yellowstone proper, right? It was no, it was a. Uh, um, it was a different oh, Yellowstone. It was a different Yellowstone. Maybe I don't have the bottle. Anyway, so he gets all this bourbon. And so, I, of course, me being me, I'm in charge of bringing the bourbon. And I and I was like, you don't have to buy bourbon. I have more bourbon than Plenty. I ever drink. Yeah. <clears throat> what the hell is that sound? I don't know. I think it's this damn Ohio lottery thing going on in the background. Anyway, trying to win the six, Mega Millions. Six, no, we're going to get to what I would, <laughs> what I'd like to win here. Okay, six bottles of bourbon, right? Yeah, courtesy of Alabama, who as a one loss team is going to beat out Ohio State and get into the playoffs. But that's for another time. Um, I won a bottle of Blanton's from David McKinney. Hadn't opened it. Took it yeah. to the party. Earlier this year, if you recall, I went to New Hampshire and went through two bottles of Blanton's. Let me tell you, I'm going to dub this the Blanton's effect. Blanton's is, is not, it's way overhyped, in my opinion. It's a good bourbon. It's It looks cool. It's a round little bottle. Yeah. Horsey on top. It's not like anything super special. Yeah, and, I mean, it is a it is a single barrel yeah. Um, you know, very solid Huge name recognition. Like, bourbon. You know, oh, that's Blanton's. Yeah. Let me tell you, all you need to, you walk into a crowded room and open a bottle of Blanton's and see how long that some bitch lasts. <laughs> Not very long. Spoiler alert, under an hour. Wow. I got maybe three pours out of it. But mm. and that was it was still daylight outside. I was I was starting to go hard in the paint early. <laughs> you had Your to, girl Abby. You had to like force start. me to stop and eat. Yeah, you had which to, was probably um, a good thing. Yeah, you had to like get in there, or you, or you weren't going to get anything. Oh no, I did. So I had Blanton's early. Then uh, the Woodford Double Oak was a huge hit. Huge, really. See, I don't yeah. like the I don't like the 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 double oak or the char and the it it I don't know it what well, it is that but it's not like overbearing yeah like it's also Jimmy Woodford Black. yeah, yeah it, people just love Woodford in general it's it's another one of those that's like a crowd pleaser right like everyone knows Woodford it's a like a lot of times if people have a you know quote unquote good you know they might have like a cheap bourbon and then they're like. They're a lot of bourbon. their good bourbon is is Woodford because it's like forty to forty five bucks, right? I don't remember, I don't know what the double yeah, oak I was, think but the double oak was forty. I saw it tonight; it's forty six bucks. Yeah, the regular but, ones like and definitely forty bucks. So, which is not like the cheapest bottle, but also not the. It's like kind of mid tier, right? A lot of people say it's it it's top shelf a lot of places, but 
So we bought, uh, I think it was, what's bigger than 750 milliliters? Like, what's the next size? One liter. Is that is that what it is? Yeah. Anyway, the, we paid 60 or there's bucks. a 1.75. It, it was 1.75. We paid like $65 for a 1.75 Woodford Reserve and had Bobby's Handle. name engraved on the back of it. I saw that. That's awesome. So, yeah. the but The Blanton's effect's real, bro. It was... And then towards the end of the night, David, I'm not proud of this, but we were shooting fireball. Fireball. You know. Oh. Big red in a bottle. I can't do any fireball. I I meant to None? tell you this when I ran the marathon. You did fireball instead of water no, drink fireball. At mile like <laughs> too far to be like to to be messing around in the race, people in in the town of Marymount. Uh, there were people offering fireball shots and I wish I was in, in the better shape to take it. Yeah. I just knew that that would have been, uh, the, the end of me. No, usually there's people with bacon and I didn't see anybody with bacon, but I probably would have had some bacon. Uh, that's like an nice offering and salty and that's a marathon offering. That's kind of weird. Yeah. People. So you run through Marymont, which is a, it's like the rich area. And there's people just sitting in the, you know, the people have like block parties and stuff like that. And people in their, like people just cheering you in on. their driveway. Yeah. Cause it's, it's like a residential area. And, run motherfucker run. Yeah. And some people like will have like water stops that aren't even official water stops or they'll have, um, you know, they is might that like taking some, candy from strangers? Is that, yeah, they might, you might get food on vodka. Get, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, Ohio but, River water, yeah, but the yeah, to the, but there's a bunch of of a, you know, there's plenty of official water stops, but a lot of them, like earlier in the race, people had mimosas that they were giving out for to the runners, and the, then they were like, oh, mimosas, and then they're like, oh, at the end they have just orange juice, and I said, I just want just the champagne. Can I get that? I don't want any. Did you orange get the champagne? Juice. No, I didn't do. I didn't do it. Next time, I'm doing it. But I do. I do agree. So yeah, Blanton's. You you were talking. You mentioned Blanton's as a gift. The it is it, it's like a popular thing, but there's so many areas where you can't get it. I was in Indiana, which I'm like, okay, it's not as big as Ohio and Kentucky in terms of like bourbon consumption, right? And they had a spot on the shelf for Blanton's, but there wasn't at two different places, and they didn't have any Blanton's. So, but then you go to. Rhode Island or New Hampshire or wherever you were, and they're like, yeah, and they're like, what, what is this? Is this yeah, good? they're they're trying to like give it away. Yeah, yeah, that's so. crazy to me, man. I don't know, but it's like that. I don't know. It, it yeah. if you find it, it's obviously a great gift to give. It's a good also, thing to spend twenty five hundred dollars on. Yeah, <laughs> I told him. I said, listen, <laughs> we take your bourbon. You, you keep eleven. We'll take ten. We can sell it. And we'll be set. I mean, they weren't my gifts; they were his gifts. But yeah, you know what I mean. But was I there you, anything that he got that you hadn't tried before? Um, uh, Boone County. Oh yeah, I, see I saw that. a I bottle. Mean, of, yeah. yeah, I don't think that's They're rare, but I, I saw somebody got yeah. that. Uh, somebody, I think, <laughs> got him some early times. Nice. I've not tried early times. <laughs> I mean, I think I have a long time ago, but not for not for research purposes here yeah bourbon is like one of those new things too like it it's like the like 
you know, if, if you're like a dad or something, it used to be like, oh, we'll get you a tie. Now it's like, if you know someone like bourbon, yeah, get him some bourbon. That's always a crowd pleaser. Or like, uh, um, members of my family used to get, they didn't know what to get my stepdad for like Christmas. So they just get him a six pack. <laughs> you just stop at the store at the gas station on the way over. Here you go. <laughs> Here's your six pack. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, there's not really many gifts better than that. I almost got bait and switch tonight. And I'm, I just want to, first of all, I'm proud that I, I actually used my brain and read the label, but they had a bottle of, uh, Jefferson's ocean. Oh yeah. And that's the, is that the one that's aged at sea? Yes. Yeah. And I was like, man, you know, I never really see it. So I had the bottle that I have tonight. I went and put it, I actually went and put it back and I went to go, it was a top shelf. I said, Hey, let me see that Jeff or fucking rye bullshit. <laughs> they almost got you. Yeah. Just rye whiskey. Yeah. The we had the Jefferson's what is it, reserve? Yes. On the episode with the National Barks. It was pretty good. Which we may have to do another episode with with those guys because they might have some uh some special for us. Some it, it, some very expensive beer. Like one of the most expensive beers. Right. And if you that is if available. You know what we're talking about. Yeah. Everybody knows what we're talking about. Yeah uh expensive bourbons yeah the grand buckeye state's got their lottery coming up or it's, it's running now through uh this, I don't know yeah, what, when weekend. you're listening to this but november yeah. 15th which is monday did you enter yeah i enter all of them i went so this was i got spoiled i won the very the very before i even liked bourbon right. or even was really a bourbon drinker i entered because i was like oh pappy like you can win pappy at retail and I want a bottle of, or not one. I, I got the opportunity to buy a bottle of Pappy 10 year at retail, which is 80 bucks, I think 80 bucks, right. which not very many people get that opportunity. Right. So then I'm like, Oh, I guess I'm going to win. Like every time I do it now and I've entered every one that I've seen since then and haven't won anything, but they do. Let's go over what November's got. Yeah. This is the expensive First of all, one. Normally it's, it's stuff that's not this crazy expensive. You you just redid your bathroom. Yes. The cost of all these would have almost paid for your bathroom. I know. So let's let's go from lowest cheapest to most expensive. Yeah, and I only entered in for one of these. You I, you entered in. I, you haven't told me, but I'm assuming the old Forrester birthday bourbon. Yeah. Hundred forty nine, hundred fifty bucks retail. Which seems like a steal. Seems like a steal. <laughs> compared to the I'm, rest of them. As much as I want to drink it, I, I would be, I would not be mad if you sold it. I would, see, I'm a person, I just, I buy bourbon to drink it. Like I, especially if I, I can get something at retail. Yeah. I'm like, hey, not very many people get that opportunity. I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to see what it's all about. I'd rather enjoy it. But also I have some, I already have so much bourbon. Like I'm like. Yeah. Trying to Same. like think of you know, you, you know drink the bourbon. Nobody drank at the party. What wild turkey? <laughs> See, that's like a that's another one where it's it has a reputation, right? Of like, oh, this is when, what you drink when you want to get when you want to rowdy, get up, bro. <laughs> and maybe no one was in that mood. 
it was an older crowd. I think you should have taken like the town branch or the. <laughs> I took the blade and bow. Did anyone drink that? I gave it away, bro. I gave it away at the end of the night. As a as a door prize. As a, I don't want to take it home <laughs> with me. I didn't like it. So what's the next one, Gary, on the list? King of Kentucky. Never heard of it. Two fifty retail. You ever heard of it? No. Is that the one that this the senator, state senator, or whatever did? I don't know this one. Um, maybe not. The it's bottle fourth cool. annual edition. There's one King Kentucky 2021 on sale online. So Gary, t- so, so here's what the re- what's the retail, Gary? One f- or two fifty. Online, there's a bottle right now, twenty three ninety nine. Twenty three dollars. Two thousand three hundred ninety nine dollars oh. online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that'd be worth like you if you got that, I would definitely sell that because I don't think it's. Yeah, uh, Brown Foreman, which also makes uh, Woodward Reserve. Brown Foreman makes the King of Kentucky. I don't know the story behind. That's one hundred twenty. It's only been out two thousand nineteen, two thousand twenty. That yes, yeah, see, I wouldn't even like that. Single barrel. Yeah, I would sell this. The next one, I saw Mictor's ten year old tonight for eighty dollars. The fuck out of here! No thanks. Mictor's twenty five year old, however. It's a steal at a thousand dollars even. Yeah. Plus tax. Would you melted pay? butter and vanilla? Is that what, <laughs> is that what, That's what it says. Fuck you all with this bullshit. Come <laughs> on now. Melted butter. Now, if I had your money, I'd yeah. buy two bottles of double eagle very rare. Mm-hmm. 20 year old is that what it is yeah so it's so eagle yeah yeah. um that's 2000 even and then i had to look up this ofc bourbon yeah i don't know this one either ofc bourbon is um the ofc stands for old-fashioned copper now this is uh how colonel eh taylor distilled back in just before Um, you were born in 1870. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been revered ever since. This is a. This was done in 1993. So this is a 28 year. How many years yeah. is that? Yeah, 28 year old. 93 is seven. I, I suck at math. 28. Oh, I mean, what year were you born in? 89. So it's just a couple years younger than you. So I see that they this could released be your brother. In, in 2018, they released a 25-year-old version of this from the same year. So it was like 1993. They just had like a ton of extra bourbon. And they were like, oh, let's just keep releasing this every year. I don't know. But it's um, uh, so this was back then was the most of the art distillery. Uh, it was copper fermentation vats with the copper columns and the, the heating system. It, very rare. Um, and now Leather, Buffalo Trace. pepper, and cinnamon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the finish. It says the nose is cordial cherries on the nose, followed by caramel, slightly smoked oak, dark chocolate, 
tobacco leaves and dates. I think I've mentioned this. I've never ate a fucking date in my life. I wouldn't know. It, I don't know what a date tastes like. Is that a, like a grape, a prune? What is a date? it? Date. Yeah, it's like a yeah. It's kind of like have a, a pit. Yeah. Get out of here with that! They don't even grow dates in Kentucky. Yeah, they don't. Lingering finish of leather, black pepper, and cinnamon. It's like a um, yeah, like a. It's like that, like dark fruit, like a similar, like almost like a raisin. Anyway, nasty, nasty. <laughs> uh oh, I just clicked on something that. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> So anyway, that's if you're a Buckeye and you put in, those are the things you can win. If you do win, if your name's not David McKinney and you win and you want to share it, we don't even have to give us a ball. You just want to share it. Holla at you boys. Yes. Uh, Tonight, David, through the weekend, so you'll get a few days after this comes out to listen to it, Beard Octane doing a great sale for Veterans Day. Also, Want us to tell you about their new CBD products, CBD what? beard oil, CBD, all that stuff. All of Don't it. Don't know how effective it is. I'm not big on the CBD train, but hey, if that's Patrick Jam, try it out. They got it at beardoctane.com. Use promo code BEERSBEARDS10. Save 10%. If you Tonight. have a lot of money that you want to spend on nothing, get you yep. some CBD. <laughs> True story. Got snookered <laughs> into buying some gummies. Yeah, well, you've told the story. No, you said it was your your friend. Allegedly, my friend. Yeah, you've told the story on here. Never mind. They didn't do shit. <laughs> um, when we started this podcast over a year ago, almost two years now. Do you believe that shit, David? It's like a year and a half. Whatever. It's like a kid saying, "I'm I'm six and a half." <laughs> Six and um, three quarters. My favorite bourbon at the time was Maker's Mark. Yeah. Revisiting Maker's Mark, probably not my favorite, but but still a good one. Still solid. I mean, I I have some Maker's Mark that I drink all the time. You, I mean, you just can't. That's just one of those things. You, if you got Maker's, you see the uh, waxed up lid, like it makes my mouth water. So when I For, saw, this is the first bourbon I've bought in a box. Like came in a proper box. Yeah. I wish they did like a, um, you know, they do like boxes of wine with like the tap. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it's, they did bourbon. No. Like the, just like cheap bourbon. You put it in the fridge. <laughs> I have a limited release. Yeah. Which is not too limited. They had plenty of it and it's not very expensive. It was like $36. Maker's Mark 101. So higher yeah. proof than I normally like in a bourbon that I respect. How do you see this going? Let me take your pick on this. Here. Um, it's got it's a, a fucking twist off a, top, David. <laughs> it's okay. just a higher proof version of a regular Maker's Mark, or like what's the? Yeah, that's it. Um, I should have brought the box down here with me, dude. As soon as I open the lid, I can like the smell like jumps out. Just like, high, I just... like a higher proof. Yeah, yeah. It's this is. This, this smells like Christmas. I predict that you do not like it. Oh, that's so many glugs. 
That's there's a little air at the top. I didn't get that. Ah. That's about that's about two glugs in the glass. Yeah, one, and, uh, well, I'll say a screw on top, yeah. The story, Gary, Tell is me. that the founder, Bill Samuels, it's my cousin, was a big fan of higher proof bourbon, and he would tuck away some of the Maker's Mark 101 for friends Personal and special use. occasions, and that's the only way you could used to be able to get it. And he said, hey, I like money. I think that the... <laughs> The best way we can make more money is come out with new products. But in the picture on their website, it has like a the wax top. It had, it had the wax top. But it was a screw off? It was a screw off, yeah, after I, bro- after I broke the wax. Whack. The wax? Hmm. I don't know. Okay. <sighs> I haven't had bourbon in like four days, so. The nose is pretty strong. Like it smells like over a hundred proof. Smells like one over a hundred. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just slightly over a hundred. It it honestly it smells like Maker's Mark. I'm gonna be honest. It's it, there's nothing big that jumps out that would be different. It's got that clean smell. You know what I mean? Like it's not. Yeah. You ever? And I know you haven't, but like some of these cheap bourbons. I get the uh, same sensation in my nose as if I was huffing rubbing alcohol. <laughs> I haven't had like any of the the bad. I've had like the good cheap bourbons, yeah. like Heaven Hill. Um, what what's another cheap one that I have? That's like a ten. The Heaven Hill bottle I had was like, I got. Was Did like you try the old Granddad's bucks. when you were here? No, that one's like fourteen though, right? That's like a really high rye. Yeah. That was- that will smoke you out. $14 to this bottle. day, the strongest bourbon I've had is New Riff. The one fifth, the one thirteen, and the one fifteen. Yeah. Well, those are single single barrels too. You got to try the the uh, the regular New Riff. Like they they have an eighty proof bourbon too. Like just a regular. Also, Basil Hayden, get your shit together. You want to you, you want to develop a bourbon for the beginner, and you're going to price it at fifty dollars. No, Get out of post. here. <laughs> Dave was like, hey, they got baby. I was like, bet. It's 50 bucks. What? Yeah, it's 50 bucks. Yeah. No, we ain't about that life. They we have, I've been, that. yeah. They have the, uh, see, I'm a Rye fan. They have, they've had, the, they have it again this year. Some, it probably wasn't very good. <laughs> it's probably the same stuff from last year, but they had the 10 year Rye. The, in the green label? Yeah, it's like 80 bucks. Yeah, yeah I saw it. It is 80 bucks. Yeah. I don't know if I'm, I'm not, I don't like it that much. <laughs> I don't want to try it that much. Anyway, uh, let, what's this uh, is Maker's Mark 101 limit, limited release. I said limited edition. It's limited release. That's good. That is, that'll hurt you though. That doesn't taste like one on one. Tastes like what's it taste like? I, I'll be honest, man. That tastes like it's like a ninety, like ancient age ninety proof. That ancient age ninety, you know what I mean? That's yeah. that's what it tastes. That's exactly what it tastes like. And it Maker's Mark's weeded, right? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly that's. If we did side by side comparison, you, it would be ancient, and I love ancient age. And I love this. 
Might have drink it this weekend. Who's Kentucky play this weekend? I, I hope it's Louisville. Kentucky school for the blind. I saw Alabama is playing. Uh, are they playing New Mexico State? They were powerhouses. <laughs> when they scheduled when they scheduled it, they were they 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 made it to the uh, Papa John's or the Little Caesar Bowl. Yeah, not even to Papa John's Bowl. Is there like a hierarchy of pizza bowls? Like they have a pizza. Does Hut Papa bowl. John's still have a bowl? I don't know. You've got the uh, one bite one bite bowl, right? <laughs> or is it just the barstool bowl? Is it? I thought it was barstool. Yeah, yeah. it should be the one bite. Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl. Uh, at one point, I saw Kentucky predicted to go to the Sugar Bowl, and I'm like, mm, not, no. seven and five's not a bad year. <laughs> Start, Start six out. and zero. Oh. <laughs> that's right. Then you actually I, get to play some teams. That's the you, you don't know, we watch. You don't get to keep playing Vanderbilt. We haven't played Vanderbilt yet. Oh well, there you go. They got another win on the schedule. Then yeah, they'll get Louisville, <laughs> Vanderbilt. Um, Chattanooga, somebody. God, if we just play, <laughs> yeah, if we could just play Akron like the Buckeyes, UT, UT Martin. I right, don't, don't. Ohio just... State closes out the season with four straight ranked opponents. Well, rankings are subjective. All right, I'm gonna finish this. I'm telling you, David, I'm teetering on this. I'm All teetering. Right. Teeter. This is gonna be the. This will be the 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 deciding swig. Okay. It didn't change my mind. That is a four bottle bourbon. Nice. Oh, dude, I could kill this. Abby said, "Won't you get drunk tonight?" I'm not. I don't have to work. I'm not going to work tomorrow. I was off today. It's Veterans Day. So shout out to everybody that has served. Yeah. One of my biggest regrets, David, not going to the military. You kind. I mean. Not exactly military, but you kind of. No. What I do is nothing like the military. Yeah. Now, your sister, shout out to her. I hope she had an amazing Veterans Day. Yeah. Do you wish her, do you say thanks for your service? I'm I'm going to. She's a, she's a couple. I always, I try to be a. You try to wait till Thanksgiving to tell her. <laughs> yeah. No, I, she's a couple hours behind and we're still early in the evening for her, but. And she works nights, so I try to be cognizant of that. That she's I don't want to mess I don't wanna She's on the West Coast. Anyway, happy Veterans Day to all the veterans. Um I have a f- few other ones in my family as well, but the closest person to me is my sister. She was in the Navy. She was uh in the Navy. Yeah. I come from she the was Navy a family. Uh, first lieutenant commander. I don't know what her I don't know what her rank was. I know she got to. Uh... <laughs> she was an admiral. She was a ch- chief petty officer. I think is the title in the navy of what she was. Yeah, I had a cousin. He was a chief petty officer. Yeah. Um, and then I had one who one cousin was a uh, like a meteorologist in the navy. Yeah, he was in. Did he have to? actually get like the get it right like a, um, like he's not like a tv meteorologist i don't know david do you think uh, he just watched did he just watch tv and was like <laughs> so he was in, he was in hawaii like the greatest spot ever right yeah gets transferred to the pentagon 
and then a plane goes into the Pentagon and kills him. Gee, what? Yeah. Oh. Well, just a little little date of uh, November 11th. This is your cousin. Yeah, Edward wow. Earhart. He died on November on November shit, September, September 11th. 11th. And then oh, my cousin Colin Thomas was a Navy SEAL. He died in Afghanistan. Well, so maybe that's a before. maybe that's a sign that I shouldn't have been in the fucking Navy. <laughs> You're like Lieutenant Dan. I'd be like, I'd be in the Navy and it would, I, and it would be nothing glorious. It'd be like, Oh, what happened? Oh man. He, he choked in the mess hall. And died. <laughs> so. uh, well, shout out to everybody in the military, in the Navy. Who's that? Uh, if you have somebody that is in the military that, you know, and they like beer, Gary. Yeah. You can, and they're stationed in one of the States that you can ship rivalry brews to, you should do that for them. Rivalrybrews.com code MMA McKinney. <laughs> there you go. I think they shipped to Hawaii. Probably. Um, I think Adam would do it for us. My, uh, we just had someone order a ton of rivalry brews with our code. Yeah. He got a, he got a Christmas box. He got a, uh, uh, what's uh, Oktoberfest box and two six packs of Ohio beers. Man, shout out to the real MVP. Do you know who it is? Yeah, Phil. And Phil did. Yeah, he used our Fucking code. Phil. Shout out to Phil. I went to I went to the. Uh, so did you get drunk at the Bengals game? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear the story? I, no, somehow no, no, won. I just, somehow won. I'm sure Phil told Juan, but I almost got for the, for those not on the inside joke. Tell us, uh, tell us what happened at how uh, that had to have cost you like four hundred dollars to get drunk at the Bengals game. No, no. So I was doing like chores and stuff in the in the morning because I was like, okay, I, I got to get this stuff done. That way, I don't feel bad about going to the football game. So I did that, and then you know, responsible. I know when you own your house, you don't you don't get to just throw your trash in the basement. Did you get your like leaves right? Yeah. David sent me a picture. He had like six leaves. He's like, I can't do it tonight. I got to rake leaves. But anyway, in the process of that, I forgot to eat breakfast. And we're like, okay, we're going to start start tailgating at like 10 for a one o'clock game. Wait, so what time okay. did you wake up to do chores then? 4 a.m.? Like six. I've been waking up at like 5.30 every day this week. I can't get out of this like, I need to you take a bed nap early? one day. Yeah, because I'm in this like stuck in this cycle. But anyway, the so I forgot to eat breakfast, and then we got, and I'm like, oh crap! I so I like ate like a banana as we're walking out the door. I'm like, I'll yeah, get something. Yeah, that's gonna soak in the alcohol. <laughs> I'm like, I'll get something. I didn't eat anything else all day. <laughs> at the game, at the first place we went to, I was like, okay, I can maybe get some food here. They were packed. I'm like, I'm not waiting for food. And then went to a brewery, Rebel Metal. Shot to them. The owner of Rebel Metal, Mike, is a is a veteran as well. Um, shout out Mike. They have some awesome loggers if you're into that. Um, but anyway, I just was drinking. I think I only had two beers at the game, but I showed up. I was already feeling pretty good at like, and this is mind you, a one o'clock game. So, um, anyway, had fun at that. Almost got into a fight. <laughs> Imagine that. I had my security security guard fell there though. Hmm. He was defending. I'm a Browns fan. This was Browns at Bengals. Phil's a Bengals fan. Who won? 
Browns. I almost got into a fight because there was a 99 yard interception return for a touchdown. And I turn around, I'm looking, I'm cheering with the, the Browns fan behind me. And I'm like, turn around looking for him. He's looking away. And a Bengals fan next to him thought that I was gloating. He thought that I was a uh, unsportsmanlike conduct is what they call it. But he, he was not very happy with me. And then he said that I was trying to climb over the seats. And I'm like, brother, I'm not climbing over any seats. If you want to fight me, you're going to come. You're going to have to come down here. <laughs> but anyway, That's um, rivalrybrews.com <laughs> code MMA McKinney get ten percent off. They got so many good beers on there, Gary. I'm like, I I need them to get rid of some of these beers so that I don't have too many options when I when I'm ready to get my next order. Does that make sense? I don't want to have too many choices. Just get them everything all. Everything is good. I'm gonna get, yeah, Adam. One one of everything. Um, if they would ship here, I'd 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 order one. Just one beer. <laughs> no, just like <laughs> one six pack. Yeah, just to say they I won't did. ship there. Just to support, but no, they won't ship here. So yeah, poor me. But that's who brings you our beer tonight. Um, this is not a rivalry brews beer, Gary. I saw this beer. And you ever you told see, me this was a fun beer. Yeah, it's it's a style we have not had on the show before. Oh, it's a root and beer. <laughs> yeah, so I go to my beer store, Root Cellar, and I always am looking for something different, unique, and and you know, I go and I see this can, and it's a Seventh Son, which is one of my favorite breweries. But then it says every brewery is one of your favorite breweries, David. Seventh Son really is. Give me three breweries you hate. Off the top of your head, <laughs> I'm not out. Doing that. I'll do. Told me Fifty air. West. Urban no, I love. Artifact. I like Fifty West. There's a lot of good breweries, but anyway, the the I love I I like Seven Sun a lot. The, mostly their their space is really cool, and they always put out really interesting. And they I like that they can beers that are not just like here's an IPA, here's a you know whatever. They they can beers that are different, unique, and uh, the. The thing I was trying to get to is I saw that this was a collab with my favorite Ohio brewery. And I will say this, and I've said this before, Jackie O's. Mm -hmm. This is the field trip series, Gary. It's called Biddy Board, a Weizenbach with cinnamon. And it uh, is a collaboration. 8% alcohol comes in this can. This is a pretty cool... Very simple can. It's got like the Seven Sun plus Jackie O's. It's got the name of the beer at the top right there, easily accessible. You know, I'm always a big fan of that. But uh, a Weizenbach is a lager that is uh, um, basically just brewed with a lot, a lot of times with like smoked malt and things like that. And the uh, that's what a Bach is. And then a Weizenbach is that with wheat added. So that's part of the brewing process is wheat. So you had a weeded bourbon. I have a weeded beer tonight. And then they added cinnamon to this as well. So I don't know, but I will say, Gary, I, I poured this beer um, before we started and I've been smelling a, the cinnamon and the clove in this <laughs> since before we started. And, and I'm, I'm ready. You always say your mouth waters with bourbon. My mouth has been watering with this beer. So, it smells like a, it's very banana-y, like almost like a half of ice and yeast, but not, 
not to that extent. And you definitely get some sentiment in there as well. Gary's sending me a private chat, but, uh, but, okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so cinnamon, definitely banana on the nose and some like dark fruit. Like it's very heavy on the banana. So I'm going to give this a, a swig here. Oh, that is unique. That has definitely some like dark fruit flavor. It has like that um, like current, like you said, like Gary said earlier, plum. What's a plum? Has that like really robust flavor from the from the fruit? It has a really deep flavor, um, and I get definitely the banana in it. Um, yeah, this one's good. I'm. This is a. This is a maybe one of the best beers I've had on the show. Oh, maybe the best beer I've had on the show. I'd have to go back. We've got a lot of good beers on the show. So, um, yeah. What do you think, that's Gary? Big, that's a bold claim, Cotton. This is, I'd have to go back and, and double check because I've had a couple beers where I'm like, this is five out of five. Yeah. This one's like pretty dang close. It might be a five out of five. Just know that it can, nothing can ever go above that. So if you drink a better beer, you can't be like, well, this is six out of five. I mean, it could also be a five. Yeah. But if it's better than this one, I don't know. Your slippery slope. <laughs> 4.99. There you go. 4.99. <laughs> 9. 4.99 bottle caps. We'd this be remiss good, in, this, though, in this time, David, to not shout out our boy over at uh, Vets and Brews. Yeah, Matt Damaris. I saw he's been out. Pumping it, hustling. He's got I mean, it. Hustle. What's his for, hu- hustle? Hustle and flow. Every day. Hustle and bruise. Hustling, that dude hustling, A has hustling. like thirty-seven podcasts, <laughs> which is awesome. He has Cincinnati outcasts or something. But I saw he did multiple events this week, Gary. I saw where that. vets and brews. If you don't know what it is, check them out. They you can. Donate money, donate a beer. Ten bucks buys a veteran, a veteran. Uh, local yeah. craft beer. Yep, and, and that money's going to a local small business. So, yeah, win slash win. So many breweries uh, locally here support it. As I mentioned, Rebel Metal I know is a big one. He did an event there. Of course, our good friends Fretboard, um, our our uh, friends, infamous podcast just did a show there this week. We haven't been invited back yet, Gary. Is that a good sign or a bad sign? <laughs> we actually were invited back, but we we're trying to work out a date. So um, stay tuned on that. But I wanted before we get into some news, Gary, and I can't really say too much about it. So I, I well, don't Jesus even know what I'm Christ, David. But you know what it is, right? What I'm talking about the special project that I'm working on with some other Cincinnati. Uh, Beer influencers yes, yes. here oh, locally. It's just fucking amazing. I just tell you. <laughs> Gary's excited about it. <laughs> but stay tuned next week for uh, some sneak peeks about what I'm talking about. It's going to be sneak awesome. Peeks. It's going to there's going to be an event around it that you can come to. And you can see us. You can uh, give Gary a raspberry on his belly. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, David. <laughs> 
that's part of our Patreon. Yeah. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. You get to rub <laughs> my belly. No, you get the raspberry. Like you know what a raspberry is? Oh, they're like going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They get to put their mouth on you. Ten bucks in the in in the time of COVID. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Stay tuned. Usually it's me paying people. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for next in the next week or so. I I can't even really say. I'm trying to think of what I can say. Just it is just, a in a is a special thing that we will be involved with with other local Cincinnati beer influencers to do something locally that I don't think has been done ever before. Not at least not locally here in Cincinnati. But it's going to be awesome. It's going to be available to purchase if you're in Cincinnati. Um, and it's just going to be cool. There's going to be an event next month. We're going to do a show from the event, right? If, we, if I can get you to come up here above the uh, north of the Ohio River. I'll come up there, but you have to come down here so we can do Mike Tabor's yeah. bourbon challenge. I'm, I'm, we're doing we're, – we're finding out a date for that. But um, – Anyway, stay tuned. All right. So, the big news. Let's this week, get Gary, right into the news. The big news this week. Yeah, I didn't is, know the the magnitude of this. You're gonna have to explain this to me. Yeah. So, um, there's like the there's a, a handful of breweries, craft breweries out there that are like probably like you would think. Okay, these are the ones that are these are craft like. It used to be Goose Island, then they got bought. New Belgium was always a big one. They got bought. Um, but you think about these, like, huge... And I'm not even talking about, like, Yingling and and Sam Adams are considered, like, craft. But a lot of people even think of them as, like, macro, you know, huge. But there are these, like, craft, like, darlings of people that have been around forever. Like, I'm talking Sierra Nevada, uh, Stone Brewing, The Shoots, Sweetwater... Um, places that people trogues like like normal they're like part of the Lex, their household names right one of those breweries that is a household name got bought this week Gary the seventh largest craft brewer in the US mm-hmm. Bell's Brewery out of Michigan we've talked purchased. about that before yeah, I think I've had a, a at least one Bell's beer, if not two. One of the, the one of their beers is, was used in the the bourbon I've got. What bourbon? I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> anyway, the so they got purchased by Little Lion, whatever, which is a subsidiary of Kieran, which also owns Gary Four yes. Roses mm-hmm. Distillery. But Kieran is like an Australian subsidiary of, or Lion, Little Lion is an Australian subsidiary, and they also own New Belgium. And New Belgium and Bells are like two of the kind of the big three of like the like 80s to 90s. Like they've been around. They were all like uh, in Sierra Nevada. Sorry, they're like all like family owned. Um, they were all like kind of ubiquitous with they all had these like flagship beers that everyone knows and everyone tried like Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, New Belgium right. Fat Tire, uh Bells, uh Those are like the OGs, right? Yeah. Um 
like Bell's Too Hearted is like is one of the top like five or six IPAs sold in the country right now. Um, but the interesting thing about this, Gary, so New Belgium is of course Fat Tire, and then in the past few years they've started coming out with, and I thought this was interesting. You called out the Voodoo Ranger, right? right. So that's yeah. that's the New Belgium, and the the leadership team from New Belgium is actually taking over the operations from Bell's as well. So they're going to work in conjunction. It's not like going to be two separate. They're going to work together to um, become a really kind of big player in the, especially in the U S market of, you know, a huge portfolio of craft brands. Um, and I hate saying like portfolio and things like that. Cause these are, but that, I these mean, are that, beers yeah. that are like, they're, they're, they're near and yeah, near and dear to a lot of people's hearts. Like, if I buy, like, I regularly buy Bell's beer, like um, the Oberon, which is like their wheat beer that comes out in the in the um, spring. Like, that's like to me like a sign of like, oh, it's spring because Oberon is out, right? It comes out in March. Okay, it's time to start drinking some of these lighter options that are summer. Um, Too Hearted is still one of my favorite IPAs. If you look up Google Best IPAs in the country nine out of the 10 lists will probably list too hearted as as the best ipa in the country like just traditional you know run-of-the-mill ipa too hearted is almost perfect when it comes to that like if you're just looking for a regular ipa to say hey i want i want an ipa and i want it to be good and i you know i don't want to have to think about what are the hops and bops and whatever else is in it right. um those are that's the beer that it's a go-to for a lot of people um but yeah i mean it's it's interesting because the the thing i was talking about was voodoo ranger so you immediately i said new belgium to you yesterday and voodoo ranger like what did that did, did that just like you know the like the the logo or Cause that's an interesting, like that's like really helped revive new Belgium in the right. past like couple of years. Um, that's like their IPA series of like, it, does, it doesn't even really, um, it's not even really marketed it really as a new Belgium beer it's kind of marketed as its own thing. But uh, what, like why, what, what's your connection to, to that? You just see it everywhere. What? The Voodoo Ranger. Yeah, like that's the when when you when they said Voodoo Ranger, I immediately recognized what that when I you sent me the article, I was like, oh, I know what that is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, because there's not like where I'm from, there's not a. I don't have a bottle shop, obviously. <laughs> there's like, some in Lexington. Yeah, but like like you know, I but I can I'm pretty sure I've seen Voodoo Ranger and Kroger. Oh yeah, definitely, and the, you know, that's the thing too is like these brands like there's only a few brands that are national or you know basically national that are sold at like your regular grocery store like there's you can get sam adams everywhere you can get not even yingling i mean yingling is still pretty limited you can get sierra nevada everywhere in kentucky (laughs) yeah you can get uh bells everywhere you can get stone everywhere you can get the shoot pretty much everywhere um but it, i'll yeah. tell you what's a joke dude like you can get like shiner which is still like you know a texas brewery you can get them 
pretty much everywhere. There's only there's not a lot of of craft breweries that you can get everywhere because a lot of them that that say that they're craft or that they market themselves as craft are not really craft. Right. Like Elysian and Goose Island and um yeah, uh, you Terrapin pull back that layer and they're and, like, "Oh shit." Yeah. They're owned by the big boys. Yeah. Faux craft is the is the term. Faux but anyway, craft. this is huge. I will say like I would rather see Bells if, you know, and the thing is the owner, Larry Bell, his daughter originally was like the CEO. She was the CEO for like a very short amount of time in like 2017 or 2018, something like that. She's like, hell with this. Yeah. So he originally said like, I will never sell. This will be, but then he's like, I don't really have like an heir to, you know, there's no like obvious. And he's like, Hey, I'm cashing out and going to leave generational wealth for my family and like more power to him. I mean, that's, uh, I'd rather see them sell out to a company that I think it, it's with new Belgium. Like they've kept like the, they didn't change the, the, the identity of the brand, right. They, they didn't just go in and start stripping and saying, okay, we're going to cut costs. We're going to do this. We're going to make this be a shadow of what it formerly was. Right. Um, I think that they will respect the brand, which is huge. And the people that are running the new Belgium operation currently are going to basically just take over the bells as well. And if they do the same thing with bells um, and bells is you is in Michigan, some of the numbers I've seen 50% of craft beer sales in Michigan is bells. That's <laughs> crazy, dude. And that's also the, I mean, you've got so many other huge brands up there too, like founders, which new is Holland. a huge one, new Holland. Um, Look at me. Mich- I know my shit. Yeah. Michigan is like a, is a huge, um, uh, like hub of craft brew. Like I, that's one of my next few like beer trips is going to be to like that, that Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo area where founders, Bells, New Holland, they're all like kind of in that little area. Um, but it's, it's, like Grand Rapids is is a very popular beer destination. They've got so many great breweries, and Bell's is fifty percent of the craft beer sales in Michigan, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, it it's one of those you know a lot of times it's it's people see it as like sad when a when a uh, you know a, a beloved brand kind of quote unquote sells out. I don't think that I've seen as much negativity with this one as I've seen with some of the other ones, which is good. And I think it's because of how new Belgium has been handled. That was a great story, but, but this, but the next story is better. (laughs) Shout out to my wife for being the first one. She found this one. She's like, this is right. A, it's right up your alley of something you would talk about. And B, she knows this gets me. You would try. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, David sends me this article. <clears throat> I got th- here's what's crazy to me. Last week we talked about Sonic. We're talking yeah. about fast food establishments getting in. Like you don't go to McDonald's and be like, Yeah, let me get a Big Mac, a Jack and Coke, uh <laughs> you know. <laughs> A mixed yeah. screwdriver, whatever. It's not a thing. But so Arby's is releasing uh, two French fry 
flavored vodkas. Now you say the hell you say Taco Bell's released its own wine. Sonic. We talked about them last week with their seltzer. This is the, yeah. <laughs> How do you even talk about <laughs> a straight face? <laughs> so they added crinkle cut fries. You're an Arby's guy. Yeah. That's what you want. If you go to your, yeah. your birthday, first of all, if you go to Arby's and order crinkle, I mean, we are always looking for more listeners and, and we will never turn off people to this show. But if you go to Arby's and you order crinkle fries, just stop listening. You're banned. You're banned. <laughs> well, that's not show. Harlan doesn't like Curly. He's fries. banned. He's banned. He's banned. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. But so that means you only want to try one of these vodkas. It's Arby's Curly Fry Vodka. I would probably try both of them. Yeah. I, first of but, all, I didn't realize until I reread the article that there's two different ones. Well, yeah. I mean, duh. The Curly Fry Vodka is a tribute to the mastery of crisp spiced curled potato distilled with cayenne, paprika, onion, and garlic for a spirit that preserves the distinctive and authentic tasting notes of traditional Arby's Curly Fry in a vodka. In a, David, in a vodka. Curly yeah. fry vodka. We have jumped the shark as a society. I, yeah. Come on, man. You, you can't, you can't be like, oh, this is good. This is going <laughs> to jump. This will probably rival Grey Goose and Kettle as one of the top. Vo- no, this, this is has, a fucking, la- this is a gag gift. This has notes of horsey sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, if you get me, or, or whatever, if there's a white elephant this year and you get, you obtain a bottle of this. That will be, you know how, like, they have to put limits on how many things you can steal for yeah, a white elephant? You're going to use all yours to keep this? <laughs> yeah, like... What if, though? Like, what if this is the best tasting vodka you ever had in your life? Yeah. I feel like they kind of missed the boat, though, Gary. Why? What's, I mean, Arby's is known for... What are they known for? The meat. Roast beef. Yeah. Why, didn't that, why didn't they do a roast beef vodka? <laughs> just That <laughs> makes me want to vomit just thinking about it. Roast beef vodka would be a great band name. Write that down. National Barks, if you ever break up. Yeah. Oh, that's the name of their vodka. that's actually the name of their next uh next album. Uh yeah, so take that at for what you will, guys. That's I found that very amusing and I hope you do too. These also are, what I, what yeah, I found I, I do want to say so um this is something that I feel like I would drunkenly come up with, like sitting on my patio yes, in the middle of the summer. Know be great. Like, Fuck curly fry vodka, and then bro. it comes to fruition. Potatoes. Like, what if you did? Like, it, you know how everybody thinks Facebook's listening to them. Yeah, but then you're like, man, what if? And all of a sudden, you see like somebody's like, yeah, we did that. And you're like, oh god. <laughs> it makes me question if there's if anybody has any original thought anymore. That's original. The curly fried vodka is original. I mean, yeah. I mean, vodka is made with potatoes, right? And curly fries are made with potatoes. Yeah, there. That's a natural. How long before this is discontinued? We give it. <laughs> well, it says it's like a very limited thing, and you can only buy it online. Like it's not going to be at Kroger. <laughs> you should be like, but if it's not, a, if you can't sell this at Arby's. 
then don't yeah. do it. If I'd be like, I need to, I didn't want that two for six beef and cheddars and throw me in a yeah. fifth of that vodka. I, and, and no, I no, want no, for a crinkle yeah. cut, crinkle cut vodka. Yeah. The other one's not too good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I want you the, imagine uh, that drive through. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got you a number one and a, uh, curly fry yeah. vodka. Go ahead. Yeah. I work for a company that, um, is it you're always looking for that like viral thing right that to get people talking and yeah the company i work for has definitely done things like that um and it's it's fun and it's funny and people are like you know it's a very limited quantity because it's it is you never know if it's gonna ever happen again like they might not ever come out with it anymore um anyway yeah, get you some. One last thing before we play some music. Yeah. David's doppelganger, Paul Rudd, sexiest man alive. I do look a little bit like him, don't you I? Do, that's why I said that. I, I, I mean, I don't think you, you're his doppelganger. But you do. I mean, I've always thought he's kind of sexy. Paul Rudd. I'll give him this. How do you, do you know how old he is? He's in his 50s. He's 52 years old. Yeah. He has not changed since his appearance in Friends 20 years ago. Looks him, exactly the same. And the other person that he, he look he's like aged beautifully. And I feel like he probably has had some work done is Jason Bateman. Yes. Are you ready for the new season of Ozark? Uh, I'm so ready. Have you seen, are you an Ozark fan? Yeah. I love that show. Yeah. I can only watch yeah. like two episodes at a time because I get too like, it's too intense. It got a little, like kind of jumped a shark at the end of the se- last season, but we'll see. I don't think. But so. Gary, trivia question. All right. Uh, first, sexiest man alive came out in 1985. I got a list of every single one here. We're not going to go through all of them. All right. Although we could. That might be a Patreon special episode. Okay. <laughs> I was just breaking down the sexiest man alive every year. 1985. Who was the sexiest man alive? Um. What was like the big movie in 1985? Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll give you a hint. As an actor. All right, is he an actor? Yeah, he's an actor. He still is alive and semi canceled currently. Oh, God. Not so semi canceled. Semi canceled. 85. Because he's crazy. Oh, Mel Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 86 was Mark Harmon, which I'm surprised he was Mark, in NCIS. Um, yeah. And he was also in Summer uh, School. Uh no, what's this what's the show with uh the other dude that was canceled? Um House of Cards. He's Mark Harmon and Dave and uh Kevin Spacey were in a show together. Yeah. JFK Jr. was nineteen eighty eight. John Connery. He's there. Tom Cruise. Patrick Swayze is Patrick Swayze still alive? He's dead. Nick Nolte, which Nick Nolte did not age well. Nick Nolte, how, there's a chance that I could be fucking sexiest man alive. Nick Nolte was was that was that his uh, <laughs> Richard Gere? Keanu Reeves was retroactively named 1994 sexiest man alive. Brad Pitt, what? Denzel was 96. George so who, Clooney was who was uh, the year you graduated? Who's 99? Harrison Ford was 98, 1999, Richard Gere from, oh was he, uh, was it Pretty Woman? Officer and Gentleman. Brad Pitt was 2000. 
What about the Pierce year Brosnan. you graduated high school? Seven. Yeah. George Clooney was a double double dipper. Matt Damon. See, this is not right. Hugh Jackman was 08. Johnny Depp. Ryan Reynolds. Who was last year? Bradley Cooper. Uh, last year was Michael B. Jordan. I'll take that. And I think <laughs> you would take Michael B. Jordan. Listen. And the year before that, I think, was Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Listen. He, Adam Levine. Have you, ever watched the, have you ever watched The Wire? No. His role in The Wire. Like, The Wire is a, a dated cop show. Like, they start out, and they've got pagers in and pay phones. Yeah. But other than that, it's, like, one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. I, I rewatched it last year. Um, Sorry. Idris Elba was 2018. 2019 was my still sexiest man alive. Yeah. Uh, John Legend. For my money. <laughs> Your vote went to John Legend. Yeah. Who votes he on this? Every, I don't know. Gay dude. <laughs> and me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, the next portion of our show brought to you by Amazon Music. Go to getamazonmusic.com forward slash beers and beards. Get yourself a free month right now. I feel like they're about to extend it to three months, but right now it's just one month for Christmas. Yeah, I feel like that's coming. So wait, no, don't wait. No, just no, do, do it and do then wait. use a different email or start your new Amazon account. Yeah, I mean, I at one point I had about seven different emails for UFC Fight Pass because you just because <laughs> it'd be like it. there'd be a fight free tomorrow. Trial. I want to see him. Like I've already done the free trial, but let's make one that. up. Yeah. Um, the music this week. They, <laughs> I'm gonna go with mine first because you need a little shot of, I don't, testosterone. I, don't, I guess, yeah. Um, do you know who Bishop Gunn is? No, I thought that this was a song by the band. That's the name of the song. Oh, you thought Alabama? <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, Bishop Gunn sings the intro. Their song "Shine" is the intro song to Theo Vaughn's podcast this past weekend. Okay, it's amazing. It's a great. It's great. But as I put that on my playlist, and then I thought, like, well, what else they sing? I found this song, and it's got this deep, like, humming, and the story's good. So if you're a, if you're into this kind of music. It's not heavy metal or anything like that. This is more, I don't know. This is also their number one uh, stream song, which I thought Sean would be, but this is uh, Bishop Gunn, David. Yeah. Well, I feel like I might like this. Let's see. No, you might. Is it hip hop? It's. <laughs> this is Bishop Gunn with uh, Alabama. I don't even know what kind of music this is. About as wild as the story she told. 
Said she was a Christian saving souls in Savannah and the Lord was sending her to Alabama. What do you think? I'm a big fan. I already I didn't even listen to the whole thing. I like that a lot. So it sounds a lot like um what's the dude <laughs> I'm trying to remember his name and and the song. Um he's kind of like a one hit wonder. It'll come take to me, me. Take me to church song. Yeah, that's uh Hosier. Hoosier. Yeah. This is the this is the um Gentile version of Bishop Gunn. This is Theo Vaughn's intro song. I like this a lot too. It's like a this CD is a great podcast intro song. Lick. Yeah, that's like an eighty. good. I, I don't know where they're from. Oh, I don't know. But they're uh, sound, definitely sounds southern. Yeah, their album is called Natchez. That's solid. Oh, that's in Louisiana. So yeah, then that's where Theo Vaughn's from. That makes sense. I've been there. Did Did you watch his new special on Netflix? No, no, but it keeps popping up for me. I didn't realize it was new. I'll have to watch it. Did you watch um, Bert or Tom on Barstool? Where they answer no. their name? Very solid. Very hilarious. Well, I'm going to have to listen to these Bishop Guns a little bit more. There you go. See? I like them. Converting you. Abby likes them more than I do, but I, I think they're solid. Uh, tell us about your song, David. And So, it's also a new album. And this is the person that I... I, I have a love-hate relationship with pop music. Right. But one thing I do love, Gary, is very like simple music done well. Like if I, f- I feel like if it's a song that is can that is good acoustic, then it's a good song, right? Mm-hmm. If you can do it acoustic, and Ed Sheeran is is kind of the master of that. Like he goes to concerts and just it's just him and his guitar with twenty thousand people. I mean, first of all, it takes some balls. Second of all, he is well, extremely and- yeah. He is supremely talented and has a new album. And I I just love the story behind this song. He was on Howard Stern. I guess it was last week. But he said, you know, the first time I played this song, he talks about in the beginning, the first time I played Wembley, I thought it was supposed to make me feel something. Everyone was like, ah, oh, you know, it's crazy. And it's like, it's just a, a concert. It's like, it was a, turned out to be a good concert, but it didn't make me feel the way that I feel about some of like, just like the normal things in life. And it's kind of a love song but also kind of like a put things into into perspective of like, if you think that you want to be up there on the stage in Wembley, like here's the real things you should be like thinking about. So anyway, the song's called first times. It's really good. Just like, it's a good, really good pop song. You can play it. Maybe. Thought it'd feel different Playing Wembley 80,000 Singing with me Is what I've been chasing Cause this is the dream When it was all over 
cleared out the room, grabbed a couple beers, just me and you. Then we start talking the way that we do. Ain't it funny how the simplest things in life can make a man? Little moments that pass us by. Oh, but I remember the first kiss, the first night, the first song that made you cry, the first drink, red wine on a step in Brooklyn. I still feel the first fight. We both made it out alive. I can't wait to make a million more first time. <laughs> I know you're like over there scoffing, but I think there is something to be said about like a. I get it. It's a pop song that is not like filled with synthesizers and auto tune, and yeah, it's just a really good simple song that is has kind of like a cool message. And Ed Sheeran is a master of that. Like he is so good at just taking something simple and making it just perfect. Like how has no one ever thought of like this? Just like, I mean, of course that theme has been around before, but how has no one ever thought of like, just saying like, Hey, think about like the cool shit in life is the stuff where it's the simplest. That's how I try to live my life. Simplify. Yeah, that's a that is a solid mantra. It's a great theme. Make things oh. simple. Don't don't get keep stuck it in the simple. Weeds. Stupid. Yes, keep. I would say keep it simple, Sandy. Why do you I say that? I don't know anyone's named Sandy because I try not to be rude. Oh, except for to uh, except for to, to uh, that ginger that almost fought at the Bengals game last week. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's listening. Hope he stumbles upon this podcast and he's like, "That was him." Yeah, we made up. We made friends though at the end of the game. I I did end up climbing up the. I I surprised myself, Gary. Yeah, I climbed. I did climb over the seats. And to I give him up, a hug. I gave him a hug, and we became best friends. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> I just uh, said, you know what, man? It's we are here, and it was a gorgeous day i mean the the most perfect day on sunday that you could ever imagine and i said you know what the fact that we are here and we just get to have the ability to hate each other for a couple of hours and at the end of it it's that's the thing about sports is like in the moment sports means everything but as soon as it's over it means nothing right right and it's like hey let's just like you just got to enjoy three hours of just being taken out of anything else that you had in life and uh, on a great day and we're all alive. We made it this far and yeah, I don't know. We made, we made friends. He wasn't very happy though. Cause his team still lost, but. <clears throat> and if you made it this far. Yeah. We love you. Yeah. And I mean that if you listen to the, us, whether you're listening to make fun of us or whatever the case I may hope- be. I want people, I want someone to come up, Gary, and start saying, yeah. But just have, like, really insider things just to make, like, you remember Ohio MMA Slam? I do. They had really insider things about people, and you're like, you had to be really, first of all. Was that you? No, it was not me. You were, it it was 
It was rumored that it was me. rumored to be you for a long. This is before I knew you. <laughs> it was not me. I would tell you at this point because it would be funny. It was not yeah. me. I mean, because it, it it start it started getting like the page started getting taken down over and over and over again. Yeah, it was. So it was one person. And I I knew who it was. It, it was someone that had very close to. It was a fighter from like Columbus. But people, the the thing that happened was people were just feeding the drama. Rumor, but people were like saying like, "Hey," or like DM in the page, this, "Hey, this, yeah, the, here, post this." So it seemed like the person was like connected to a lot of different areas, but, but it really was really weren't. like, yeah, I get that. So, anyway, if you get a chance, the only ask we have is tell somebody about us, share this podcast, tell a friend, get some rivalry brew, whatever it may be. We love you for just being you. And if you want to help us out, by God, we take it. Um, it's almost Thanksgiving and then it's almost Christmas. So lots of good stuff coming up on the horizon. Fourth of July. <laughs> New Year's. <laughs> We're going to be getting drunk on New Year's. Let's do a live show on New Year's Eve. Okay. Pay-per-view. 59 cents. 59 cents. What can you get for 59 cents these uh, days? Two pieces of bubblicious or double bubble. <laughs> hey, man, a quarter pack of gum is 50 cents now. That's inflation. The, like the the big red poppies is a 50 <laughs> it's cents? A, it's probably more than that, to be honest. It's probably $1.99. Hmm. They like, they like marked out the 25 cents. <laughs> they put a sticker over it. <laughs> Inflation, boy. Inflation. I don't yeah. know. But your gas tank. Keep coming back. We'll keep talking. If you're here or not, chances are we're still going to keep talking. Yeah. Next week, the beer will be uh, Fireball. Fireball beer. Fireball. Hey, there is a street side did a beer. Uh, that was, was Fireball aged, in it? No, aged in. Uh, they said salmon whiskey barrels, but uh, everyone knows what that is, right? It's got to be Fireball, right? Yeah. Or maybe it was just a, n- a non <laughs> no name cinnamon whiskey. I think they just couldn't say Fireball. So they said cinnamon whiskey barrels. David likes the stripped down version. And the pop songs. I like the synthesized version. So to down. leave you with another new release, here's Post Malone and Weekend. Until next week. Au revoir. But I got all of us did it already. Body for body talking. How many of your friends fit in rows? But you wouldn't know that. You should call me that baby up.